0: From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host this week. She's the owner of Milestone Plumbing. She is Jesse Canizero. Hey Jess, how are you today? Doing well, Mike. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Hey, um, I want to thank you for the amount of time that you have given this show over the years. I, I really, I I know that uh, you know to stop what you're doing on a Saturday morning, and as busy as you are professionally and personally, um, I just want to say thank you for that.
1: Oh you're welcome Mike it's been a pleasure over the years to get to know you better during these shows
0: yeah and I you know where there's I don't know if everybody knows this but there's a change coming in the show in a couple of weeks and and I want to make sure that I said to you um you know thank you I, I really appreciate all the time that uh, you've given this show our special guest today and she's given us a lot of time too and and I know that uh, that will continue uh she is Tracy Grosspeach from a B and K Tracy how are you today
2: I'm awesome. It rained last night a lot, or this morning.
0: This morning, yeah. It
2: was it, awesome. Congratulations, everyone.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I don't have to water my flowers today. Hopefully it uh, it soaked it enough at least to wait till tomorrow. Hey, hey, guys, we, we normally talk about everything going on with Neri. I want to kind of just make a little bit of a change and talk more about the Neri Foundation um, the first couple of minutes of the show. I know, Tracy, you're extremely involved in the foundation and Jesse, you're involved in every part of Neri and you believe so much in in the mission and the soul of what Neri is all about. Um, but with the foundation there's a, an event coming up on July 14th, TF for the Trades. And we can kind of highlight that, but I want to talk, Tracy, a little bit about the overall uh, mission of the the, the Milwaukee Neri Foundation and some of the things that that they believe in. And we've raised money for some really good causes. Can we talk a little bit about that? tracy
2: absolutely i'm happy to so we do have a golf outing that is open to the public um so if you go to the um if you, actually the facebook page of the nary milwaukee foundation you can get more information there i believe
0: yep and you know hey trace i'm sorry i don't mean to, uh, to, to stop you nary milwaukee um is a space too that if you want more information on the july 14th at Ironwood, um, tee up for the trades. Come on out. Uh, trust me, you're going to have fun, and you're going to be able to beat me on a par three, which is, it seems to be what people talk a little bit about because they whoop me every time. But don't feel so proud about that. When you're beating a guy like me on a golf uh, a golf hole, it's not that big of a deal, but they sure like to talk smack. And and so, again, narymilwaukeefoundation.org is where people can get information on it.
2: Yes, thank you. sure. but the the mission and vision of the foundation is we provide um, a lot of support to people going into the trades, people who are going back into looking for a second career and thinking about going into the trades, supporting veterans going into the trades. in addition to um, providing financial assistance in the in in the way of scholarships to different um, trade schools, we also, um, provide monies for community-sponsored um, projects. For example, a few years ago, um, we remodeled the kitchen of a women's shelter. We're looking at doing a, a project now with um, one of the museums in, down in Milwaukee for um, an exhibit for people who have limited mobility. So we do a lot of different things in terms of expanding who 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 is in the trades you know we're happy to help people learn and grow at, whether you're a student coming out of high school whether you're somebody in your 30s 40s 50s looking at a different career um, whether you're a veteran and you're trying to, to assimilate like back into you know civilian society we're here to help um, and our scholarship, um, information is at that same website, and it's not a hard process we, it's- we it, it used to be, but we really made it more simple so that it was accessible um and we're um we review these scholarship applications twice twice a year, and um I have to say that giving out money is one of my favorite things to do. I have paid for college for two of my three kids my Youngest, he's going to be a sophomore, so we haven't finished paying for that yet. So after paying for school, for us, for me personally, to be able to give scholarships to deserving people, I love it.
0: Well, on that page, and, and again, it's uh, org, and th- there are some simple things that you have to do. And like Tracy said, it used to be a long process. It's not anymore and they are they are asking people to get involved. Applications for the fall semester are due by July 15th. So you've got a couple of weeks to get this done, but go on on narymwaukeefoundation.org and and read. They get involved with with endowments and people that are looking to go to MATC or WCTC or Madison, Um, but WCTC and and MATC in our area are the ones that that the Milwaukee Foundation um, get involved with the most, and it'll give you all the details that you need. And again, applications for the fall semester are due July fifteenth, and I can tell you that I don't think we get nearly enough applications for these scholarships. And they it's have this, yeah, right. They, this right. is and money. It's it,
2: it, it's it's not just people. I should. It's, it's a broader umbrella that than like people who are going into the trades. It can be designers if you're an interior design student. It can be if you're a construction management student. If you're over um, like at uh, Platteville and you're taking, if that's what you want your degree in is, it, is construction management and administration. Yes. Apply for this scholarship. It's its going into the trades is just like a broad umbrella of people who are associated with construction. Um, architects, designers, we've had engineers apply um, uh, Business students who are going to be taking over their family's construction business have applied. So it really is a very wide encompassing umbrella.
0: Yeah, I'm looking okay. at the application right now, and it is really it's pretty simple. It's you know name, phone number, um, some information on on college or post secondary um, things that you're planning to do, the school you went to, employment any involvement that you've been in the community and then in 300 words or less describe what excites you about home improvement. If, if, if that's a difficult part for you um, then I, I, I would say maybe this isn't for you, but if you're excited about what your future holds and what you want to get involved in to write that down in 300 words or less simple because you've thought and, about it a hundred times. So again,
2: absolutely. And remember the scholarship committee at the foundation, we're designers. We are uh, carpenters. We are plumbers. We uh, are, some of us are, some of them of us on this, this, uh, um, committee are representatives, um, from manufacturers to the trade. We're not English majors. Right. You know, we're not, we're not,
1: <laughs> that, That's we're awesome.
2: Not, we're not, so we're not, we're looking for your 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 passion and your where heart. your heart is. We're not we're not taking out a red pen and correcting any grammatical errors because, you know, I would be the if I was to submit something, somebody would bleed all over the page correcting <laughs> well, every error I made.
0: Every nun that I ever had uh, through. High school. Had to get a couple extra red pens when the McGivern boys came through. I can tell you that on that website, again, Nary Milwaukee, um, it's foundation.org Look at the mentoring program, read about what they are, and then get to that scholarship page. And I would highly recommend if you're somebody that is looking to make a change in what you're doing now, or if you're if you're just graduated from high school and you know this is what you want to do, you're gonna you're, you you want to go to MATC, you want to go to WCTC, get involved in the trades, you fill out that application. It's gonna take you about 20 minutes. That that's what it'll take you, and and see if you qualify and see if you're selected as somebody that's gonna get one of these scholarships. And again, I can't I can't say this enough. I do not feel like we get nearly enough people involved in that scholarship part or the mentoring program. And these professionals at Nary Milwaukee, people uh, certainly like Jesse and like Tracy, are there to help you. And, and they, will, they will take it some time, again, away from their busy day on this mentoring program to say, look, here's what I would recommend. If you truly have a passion for this part of what we do, then get involved in it. And I think, Jesse, I think that, you know, Neri's been really out in front and open about wanting to help kids that, that are younger to get involved with the trades.
1: Oh, for sure we have. And we had a little setback. You know, the pandemic took us out of the schools But we are planning on getting back into the schools, back in front of those students to help them get engaged. Um, The Workforce Development Committee had put together some really cool big games out of wood for the kids to play at the different fairs that we went to. And it was so neat to see the engagement. And then only a few short months later, we had the pandemic hit. So we are ready to go back into those schools, back to talk to those students and get them excited about construction.
0: Yeah, I I just... uh... I really love this part. I, I, I don't talk about the foundation nearly enough, and I hope that I will, could be able to continue to talk about it, because I think it just is a really great thing that, that NERI does. And uh, these NERI members that I've always been involved with, you know, the past eight years or nine years, they all have this servant leadership heart, and they all understand that there were people that helped them along the way. And so they're willing to help people to kind of get into the trades and figure out, you know where the landmines are, what you need to do to get there, and once you get there, how do you stay there? And then grow within your field. And these are people that are willing to have that conversation with you and 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 get you moving um, right now. So get off the couch and and get to narymilwaukeefoundation.org and take a look at some of the stuff that they do. Hey, Tracy, I know that when, when you come on the show, I like to, to, to talk about trends because you always seem a little ahead of the game to me, and I appreciate your willingness to do that with me um we're going to get to a break here in a minute but i think what we'll do if it's okay with you is kind of start with overall design trends for all different spaces and so Mm -hmm. we may get into the kitchen um a little bit later but i want to kind of start with all the different spaces within the house what are some of the trends that you're seeing um jesse what are some of the trends that you're seeing as well and we'll uh We'll get after that on the other side of the break. She is Tracy Grosspeach, k Go to abk.com. They are located in Greenfield on uh, Highway 100, South 108th Street at 3636 South 108th Street. Or you can give them a call at 414 485 2994. And my co host this week, Jesse Canezero, she's the owner of Milestone Plumbing. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. On 1250 AM the fan. guess I'll be on my way. I won't be back to stay. Well, welcome back I'm to the, the Nary Walking Home Improvement Show. Best breakup song ever, according to Tracy Grossbeach. From A B and K. Go to AB Did some guy use that song with you one day or what?
2: No, actually, I just think that it's so clever. And I love the Commodores. And Lionel Richie is like a national treasure, and I figured out right now after I got my coffee, I need a new bumper song. I need to mix it up a little bit next time. We asked you, and you said
0: you you told Sam just the usual, and so that would be the usual.
2: Right, but see... I didn't think about it ahead of time. So now, like, in the next few weeks, I'll be thinking about this while I'm driving
0: around. You give that some thought, and you just let me know. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Jess, nobody used that song on you back in the day, did they?
2: No, I uh,
1: don't even know if I've (laughs) ever heard that song, guys. Wow.
0: Well, she's a young (laughs) one, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) You've heard of the Commodores and Lionel Richie, though, I hope.
1: Yes, that I have. Good. I'll have to look that song up today and listen to it and let Tracy know what I think of it.
0: Well, you'll be wiping you'll be wiping tears away. That's just a sad <laughs> song. She's Jesse Canazero, owner of Milestone Plumbing. Hey, Tracy, let me start with you, and I kinda want instead of pinpointing one area in the house and talking about trends, and we might do that with kitchens coming up later in the show. But right now, just kind of overall trends. We're midway through two thousand and, and, and twenty-one. And look, are the trends that you kind of thought a year ago going into 2021, have they stuck? And let's talk a little bit about some of the trends you're seeing in in all different spaces within the house.
2: Well, I would say prior to the pandemic and everyone going home or just being home, I would say, we had a lot more like white, 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 white interiors. Now we're seeing color, which is super exciting for me, because if you guys, if radio audience has listened to me before, I am the person that has like a kaleidoscope in their house. <laughs> I love color. Um, one of the things that I'm truly excited about is these, and I we talked about last time, Mike, the masculine tailored interiors. And what does that mean? So really clean lines, simple, 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 not a lot of foof and simple window treatments. Um, more navies and greens and more saturated colors, but just mostly clean lines, really elegant, you know, kind of is the springboard off of the mid-century modern rebirth that's been happening. Um, so I, I I, love it. Love it. Love it.
0: You know, I look, for me to have uh, two women as my co-hosts on the show, our special guest, you and my co-host, Jesse, and I'm, we're talking about masculine tailored interiors. I think maybe I should probably just lead this conversation. I don't know anything about it, Tracy. I was going to lead the conversation on it, but I think you're probably much more of an expert. I love the uh, the colors that you talked about because those are right where I like to be um, as far as colors. But I don't always get to choose uh, different parts of the house on what colors that I want. Don't get to
2: choose, actually, you don't get to choose at
0: all. No, I don't. But the, you don't the office. Any, you
2: don't get any option. No, you
0: don't. I can tell you this, and and this, uh, you'll you'll like this story. We had um, a NARI member come out with some window treatment uh, uh, opportunities that we we're going to do in our house, and and we we're going to do the living room, our bedroom, and my office. And I was right there in the conversation, saying, "Here's what I'm thinking," and my wife and Daniel said, um, "No." mm-mm. And then they kind of went and did the the living room and the bedroom and put me kind of like put baby in the corner, right? I was put in the corner, and I waited and waited, and then he came to me and said, okay, all right, now we're going in your office. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. As I see your office with all these sports pictures up, Here's what I think we're going to do. And he definitely kind of went that whole masculine, tailored, interior look in my office, and I absolutely love it. And so that's kind of my space where I can go and get away and, and you know, pretend I'm still coaching and, and all of that stuff. But for him, it was it, I think he handled it really, really well, knowing that my wife was going to make the final decision on the living room in our bedroom. And then she, he kind of put her to the side and said, okay... Now it's your turn. Here we go. What do you think? And I thought that was a really good way for him to handle us.
2: It sounds like a pro. Yeah. It sounds like a pro.
0: Absolutely. 100%. Uh, no doubt. Hey, when you're when we're talking about colors, let's move over to furniture a little bit. Is there okay. a, any trends going on? Uh, furniture, and we're talking about kind of the entire space, the entire home, rather than just one area in the home. Are there some things going on with furniture in 2021 that people not, might not know about?
2: So if you're older, like me, and, um, me? and not, not younger like Jesse, you <laughs> might not remember all of the macrame and rattan um, and wicker furniture from the late 70s. You know, just picture in your mind the set of Three's Company. That boho, that's now called a boho, like this bohemian look, that's coming back too. So wicker, rattan, macrame, wall hangings. Um, I don't think we're into those latch hook rugs on the walls yet. Um, (laughs) and, And I'm knocking on wood right now that hopefully we don't go that far back. But that that's that's making a resurgence as well as um, the saturated colors. I've seen a I I go into a lot of people's homes, I've seen a lot of forest green velvet sofas lately, and they're gorgeous, just gorgeous. A green sofa, dark green, it's just it's lush, it's beautiful, it's elegant. It's it just hits all the right notes.
0: Hey, um, that rattan furniture that it it kind of for a long time was was more of just outdoor furniture, yeah. and that's not the case anymore.
2: No, no. Um, you, there's um, I, there's a really beautiful rattan and wicker style headboard that I was looking at for my daughter for her first apartment. That, was, that wasn't expensive. That's what's nice about some of this rattan and liquor. It's not really that expensive. So you're not, you know, investing a fortune in something that might be a little bit on the trendy side. It's, you know, you're just, it's, it's a small investment, yes. But uh, and actually, it might take a while to get to you because of all the supply chain issues right now. But, you know, it just kind of brings your, your space up to date and you look fresh.
0: You know, it's interesting because when it was just outdoor furniture, and then you had people that still had some indoor, you know, you kind of thought, "What are you thinking?" But if they kept it and they kept it in good, you uh, really good shape, it's it, like you said, it is back in a big way. Not only in in you know the living room, the bedroom, there there's also some things in the dining room that I've seen um, that are really sharp looking, and and I've seen a lot of cheap. Rattan furniture where it's fallen apart a little bit, but there are some really nice stuff out there that is actually great quality for not only the kitchen and the bedroom, but the dining room as well.
2: Yeah, it looks great. So if you you, um, were my Aunt Helen back in the 70s and 80s, (laughs) God rest her soul, she was a really wonderful aunt in her own special way. Everything in her house is in style right now. All the wicker furniture, all the owls, all the macrame, all of, oh, except for the cigarette hanging off her fingers, but it was the 70s, so it was a different time. But everything that stood for, that Aunt Helen stood for, that's back in style now. It's awesome.
0: Now, Jesse, you don't remember any of that, but um, if you ever need to see any of that, let me know, because there might be something in my garage or basement that I could pull out to show you that it's now back in style.
1: Well, there you go. I, I look forward to that. i like, next time I'm over to help fix something.
0: Well, I'm sure it's going to be the next two weeks because it normally is. That 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 is for sure. Hey, before we get to a break, um, one other part that I think has made a big comeback, and we talked about this last time you were on, but we just mentioned it, and I wrote it down and said we need to get back to that, but wallpaper, has you know there for years it was like man you don't want to put wallpaper up because it's so difficult to take it down when you decide that you don't want it anymore but wallpaper has made a huge comeback tracy
2: absolutely but it's applied differently and by applied differently i don't mean stuck to the wall like how it's glued to the wall um in the past the whole house was wallpapered. Every wall in a room was wallpapered. It was floor to ceiling wallpaper, you know, wallpaper 24 seven. And they were usually smaller prints or a stripe or a a brush stroke or something like that. Not anymore. Throw out that idea. Now it is an accent wall. So, you know, if you thought about earlier this century, we had like the, the accent wall that might be like an ochre color or something like that. I had to say ochre Mike. So you have to figure out what that color is. Um, so, instead of having an accent wall with paint, you now have an accent wall with a big graphic wallpaper. That's what's in style with wallpaper.
0: yeah, um that it's kind of an orange, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you come on! I've spent enough time with you guys on this show to to know this kind of stuff. I uh-huh. when, when I have a couple hours off, I just walk through Sherman Williams and walk and look at colors. And in fact, I've never done that to be honest with you. Hey, last uh-huh. question before we get to a break, and, and this one doing doing some research for today's show, knowing what we're going to talk about. I don't know if this one's hit our area or not, but it says, um, and this was right at the end of last year, it said, this year in 2021, expect to see homeowners spending less time knocking down walls to open up shared areas and more time transforming spare rooms or nooks into dedicated spaces. Have you seen that, Tracy?
2: Nope. Not at all.
0: Nope. Not
2: at all. No, I think that I want to know where the author of that article lives um, and what how their houses are. Because in our area, we have a lot of older, you know, depending on where you are, older housing stock where people have a small colonial house or a small ranch style house, and there's a wall between the kitchen and the family room or kitchen and the living room. People are still wanting to take that out to have a larger kitchen, more entertaining area because everybody ends up in the kitchen anyway. Um, Yeah. Are they investing in a home office? Yes. Are they looking at finishing their basement? Yes. But they're still looking at expanding the kitchen and the overall um, living footprint of their house.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because there was um, it, it, the article that I read, there was a question at the bottom. And it said, hey, look, I've never really understood the appeal of open concept. You get to see the dirty dishes from the living room. Hear the football game where you're trying to listen to a podcast in the kitchen. Participate in, de- in debates that you have no interest in. Also, way further outlets and and, uh, wall space, which limits the layout options. And this guy went on and on about, look, I really don't like that open concept. And then like seven people came back and said, look, you have no idea what you're talking about. This really allows me to hang out with my family during family functions or friends and not miss anything. And so as this guy wrote that, there were seven other people that said, absolutely not. So I wondered... Because anybody I talk to from Nary Milwaukee and still talk about the open concept, they said, "Look, it's it's in just about every conversation I have."
2: Absolutely, and what I like about the open open concept when my kids were smaller, and by smaller I mean like middle school and high school age, is that if if we were if my husband and I we were like finishing up dinner and cleaning the kitchen or whatever we were doing, the kids were in adjacent space doing homework. So we were all together.
0: Yep. That's so important. That we
2: could, I mean, it is, it's a wonderful open concept. Just, I think it's a family builder. I, I I'm like a, I love my family. I love family. <laughs> I love everything about the family and living in each other's pockets. That's what my little family of five, we text all day long. It's just, you are with your people. Your kids aren't in their rooms. You know, everybody is together. You're doing your own thing. Yes, but you're together and you can talk and, you know, you can answer questions. If there's questions, you can make a comment about a stupid television show. Your kids are watching. Um, you know, sorry, I said the S word on radio. Uh, no, everybody. that's okay. Sorry, parents. Sorry, parents. <laughs> but there's some really D-U-M-B shows out yeah, there.
0: There's a lot, of, anyway. a lot of them, by the way, a lot of them. Hey, let's get to a break. My co-host this week, and she is Jesse Canazero. She's the owner of Milestone Plumbing. Go to milestoneplumbinginc.com. They're located in Wauwatosa. And our special guest, and I say this every time she comes on, I love when she comes on, makes the show... Really easy, and I enjoy doing some of the prep work for it because I my eyes are always open when it comes to some of the, these trends. When we'll continue to talk about the trends, Tracy, I want to talk a little bit about um, and I don't know if you guys do much in the outdoor living area. But there are some outdoor living things that, that I, I've seen even in my neighborhood that that I went, oh, my goodness, look at what they're they're trying to accomplish over there. And then we'll continue to talk about some of the trends in all spaces. And I have a couple questions regarding kitchens. And I don't, will not let you off uh, the show without asking you the questions I have for that. She's Tracy Grosspeach A, B, and K. Go to abnk.com. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 a.m. The
1: Fan. Come
0: Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM. The Fan figured we'd stay with uh, that American treasure, Lionel Richie, brought to you by Tracy Grosspeach from A, B, and K. 3636 South 108th Street in Greenfield. She is our co-host. She is our special guest. Excuse me, our co-host. This week, my co-host is Jesse Canizero, owner of Milestone Plumbing. You can give them a call at 414-988-4565. Hey, Jesse, uh, this time of year, what are you guys seeing the most of over at Milestone Plumbing?
1: Well, the last 24 hours have been sewer backup yep. and sump pumps. So. We got the good rain that came Thursday night, which we needed. We desperately needed. The grass was not doing well. And then this morning, we got hit with that other batch that Tracy alluded to. So we'll see a lot of surgence of that. Uh, the Milwaukee and Tosa area has Palmer valves, which is a whole long story to explain what that is. But so we'll see a major surgence these next few days with those again. But otherwise, it's a lot of hose bibs. Everybody's watering their lawns. They're washing their cars again. So hose bibs that need repairs, replacement, new interior shutoff valves—that seems to be our big theme these last few weeks.
0: Boy, I'm glad that the city years ago, um, four or five years ago, changed and fixed the sewers in and around our house. Because, knock on wood, we haven't gotten flooded in the basement like we did uh, a couple of times prior to that. And anytime it got it rained really hard, I just got nervous, and you know, I was in the basement with my boots on and was making sure that. You know, I did anything I could to stop the water if it started coming up, though there wasn't going to be much I could do other than, you know, just trying to trying to eliminate some of it. And uh, so I'm glad that that happened. Hey, Tracy, when before we went to a break, I know that you guys, I don't think you guys do much in outdoor living space, but I know that you personally, I would think, um because of what you do for a living have looked at that area do you see that people are are looking to to uh, kind of spruce up what their outdoor uh, living space looks like
2: absolutely they're taking their living room outside that's what I did at my house too last you, year
0: you did and do you spend mm-hmm. a lot of time out there
2: we do actually we call it Phyllis's living room that my <laughs> mother her name is Phyllis so she what she was she just lost on tuesday to go back to st louis but she was here for about two and a half weeks and when i left for work in the morning she was out there drinking her coffee when i got home at the end of the day she was out there drinking her iced tea so then she got super tan because she tans really well but being outside i mean wisconsin is and i believe this in my heart of hearts the the summer of wisconsin is the best kept secret in the country the rest of the states have no idea how awesome our summers are. This is why people don't leave Wisconsin because it's it's just fabulous. Yeah, it's, let's all go outside, be outside, be on your front patio, be on your back deck, have both. You know?
0: Yeah. Do you know I um, Tracy? I didn't. I, we live on this cor- little corner house, but we're across street from a park, and so a lot of people are walking their kids, walking their dogs, you know, hanging out and going to the park. And we didn't do a lot with our outdoor living space and our outdoor, we just, I cut the grass and, you know, mm-hmm. tried to get the dandelions gone. And then a buddy of mine, Brian, who is a genius when it comes to this, because this is what he does. He came over and said, hey, can I do some stuff with your yard and your your, your side here? And my wife was like, yeah. And I said, Tara, I don't know if that's a good idea, you know, Brian. And I now have like the botanical gardens. And what I didn't yeah. know, what I did not know about it is that is my Zen space. Like I walk out there to water every night and it just gets me away from what's going on in the world, what's going on at work, you know, who's mad at me, who doesn't like me anymore, that kind of stuff. And I just get out there and I spend an hour. And my wife always says a man in his garden. And when people come by and congratulate her on how it looks, she just shakes her head and said, talk to him. He's the one that takes care of all that. And I didn't realize (laughs) that that was my Zen space.
2: It is. It's a Zen space for a lot of people. I mean, at my house, so we have, um, we call it the G B G in the front, the gross peach botanical garden, <laughs> because my husband, he waters everything in the front. He waters the hanging baskets in the back. He makes sure my vegetable garden is watered and the, and bunny free while I'm at work. Cause he works from home. It's, it's going outside and, and developing those outdoor living spaces. And, What's great now is that your back deck or your back patio doesn't isn't just a table with an umbrella anymore. Get rid of that. Throw that out. It's yeah. sofas, it's you know, outdoor sofas and outdoor cushions with this umbrella fabric. It's it's um, gliders and recliners and chaise lounges where you could, you know, have a little siesta in the afternoon on a yeah. Saturday if you wanted to. And, you know, beautiful umbrellas, things that aren't just Beige anymore. Not that there's anything wrong with beige. But let's have a pop of color outside. You have this beautiful garden. You know, have a red umbrella, have an orange umbrella.
0: That's and, you know the other part, um, Jesse and and, and Tracy that I, I have found that people have really kind of looked at is the lighting part of it. So all of a sudden people are utilizing fences and they're utilizing their gutters or the side of their house or somewhere within their backyard. To be able to put some pretty cool lighting to kind of set the mood for whatever it is that they do out there, whether they're cooking or they're, you know, they're reading the paper, they're having a drink, they're having a glass of wine at night, Um, whatever it is, there are some lighting things that people, at least even in our neighborhood, have started to do that I think are really impressive.
2: I agree. Uh, We have the LED um, Edison, I'm using air quotes here, radio family, Edison bulbs that that are on the string outside on the like the black cord like they have at restaurants and things. And it really creates such a wonderful atmosphere after the sun goes down that you feel like, you know, I'm at a party place. Like I'm not I'm not just sitting on my back deck, you know, like watching the world go by like your it's your backyard is now an event.
0: Hey, Jess, I know that you're at a different place in your life. Like, our, my kids are gone. Grandkids come over every once in a while. Um, Tracy's kids are in college, and one is about to go in a year or two. And you've got these two little beautiful little boys. And I don't know if you guys spend a lot of time at night outside, but I know that the neighborhood that you live in, I, I've driven through that the, the Wauwatosa area, and, boy, there are some really cool things going on in, in the backdoor living spaces.
1: We we do, and we get to see a lot of the fun stuff. We take the boys for a walk if the weather is nice daily. And it's funny because certain neighbors have seen us day after day after day, and they'll ask us, like, why do you guys walk so much? And my answer always is if we have them out of the house, they can't destroy. Them. So <laughs> we keep them mobile. So, yes, we get to see a I ton
2: totally of really cool that. things. Uh-huh. You understand that, Tracy? <laughs> I, yeah, but they're 21 and 19 now.
0: Same rules apply. Well, and it's
1: neat to watch, but you know, we also get to see cool stuff too. Like the storm sewer got replaced about a block from our house this week. So I have an appreciation for the lovely things that Tracy does and her expertise, but I also do like to see what goes on underground.
0: Yeah. I, you know what the one, the youngest grandson I had right have uh, right now is into trucks. So anything with a truck, he stops and, and he, when he looks at me, he goes, Pop a big truck, big truck. I go, yeah, that's a big truck, all right. And he just wants to know what it is and what they're doing. And it, it, it's funny because when you're outside and he hears it. He, he immediately stops to, to, to look to see what, what's going on. Guys, let's get to a break. Um, Tracy, I, I and I promised I would not let you, let you get done with the show without me asking a couple of these questions as far as trends and kitchens. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. My co-host this week, she is Jesse Canazero. She's a walker. Uh, she's the owner of Milestone Plumbing. Go to milestoneplumbinginc.com. And our special guest, Tracy Grosspeach, AB&K. Go to abnk.com, located in Greenville. Greenfield, And I, I'll also ask Tracy a little bit about how busy they are right now. And if you want to get a hold of them, you know, what's our time frame? If you want to get something done before Christmas, can you do that? We'll find out on the other side. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. That's why i leave. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 12:50 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host this week. She is Jesse Canazero. She is the owner of Milestone Plumbing. Go to milestoneplumbinginc.com. Look with this rain and everything that uh, that came down here just recently, last uh, 12 hours. If there's any issues that you have, milestoneplumbinginc.com, they can help you out. Our special guest, Tracy Grosspeach, A B and K. 414-485-2994. Hey, Tracy, we, we talked a little bit about trends um, in the second segment and, in fact, uh, last segment when it comes to the outdoor living space. But let's talk a little bit about the kitchen area. And a couple of things that that wanted to, to talk to you a little bit about was cabinet colors in the kitchen have really kind of changed a little bit to what people think is, you know, you can, you can do and get away with now. And I think that that's a, a trend that's going to continue for a long time.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. So cabinet colors, more there's more paint that's not white or not a shade of white, um, light grays, dark grays, dark blues, dark greens. And then the most exciting thing for me as a designer is we're seeing stained wood again. We're seeing wood with grain. And it's very, very exciting. I, I love it. Like the quarter sawn oak that's all like straight and tight and pretty. Um, hickory is making a resurgence as well. Um, not so much like your cathedral oak that most of us have in our houses. Not really that. Stained wood, and not the um, honey oak color in particular, um, but stained wood. It's stained kitchens are 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 poking their heads out and having a look around, seeing seeing how they fare.
0: (laughs) Well, and when when you go into somebody's kitchen and they are asking for that. I, I just think that, that that probably makes you smile and, you again, it's their kitchen. Whatever they want, you're okay. going to work with them on. But when when they have that, look, I'm going to look a little bit ahead and I want to be involved in, in some of the trends that, that you guys are seeing throughout the country. And because this is what I've always wanted, that that uh, I'm sure that, that, that makes you perk up a little bit and, and you certainly are, are ready to have that conversation with the homeowner.
2: Yeah, I had a client last summer. We um, started to install a quarter sawn, blonde stained, so light stained kitchen. With they had, So they had nine-foot ceiling, so they had the stacked cabinets. So it's all this really pretty light wood that um, I know a lot of people that live in the more like 1950s circle of the Milwaukee area. They have a lot of that blonde wood in their homes. That color is coming back, people. Um, and it turned out, so it was the blonde wood cabinets, a light gray backsplash, um, beautiful cambria white countertop that had a big gray veining through it. It's just, the kitchen was just it, breathtaking. It just looked beautiful because it was really simple. We're back to that whole simple, elegant thing. Really simple, not a lot of parts and pieces, simple color palette, just timeless. And hey, it, it's
0: gorgeous. And to have, and with uh, Jesse is my, my co-host, It's is a great time to talk about this. There's a lot of things that have gone on, too, with Kohler and some other companies, as far as what you can utilize in the kitchen, in the sink, with, with the plumbing aspects of all this. And I think that it, it adds a lot to what they're trying to accomplish in the kitchen. And I'll start with you with that, Trace. Absolutely.
2: The, um, Kohler has the, the awesome like digital Alexa stuff where you can tell your, you know, you put your pot under your, your faucet and you say, you know, how many ounces that you want it to be filled with water. Uh, Me, I'm not that smart to use that. I just turn the faucet on, walk away (laughs) and then I'm like, Oh, it's overflowed crud. Um, But so there's that there's um, really cool faucets. Now beverage faucets for um, the reverse osmosis system that a lot of people have if they're out on a well, um, great prep faucets, just really, really cool plumbing fixtures, and the uh, value-added digital plumbing that, um, and the whole touchless thing, motion sensor that are that's in starting to to take a foothold in this market.
0: Hey Jesse, how hard is it for you and and your team to keep up with all of the changes? Um, that are made, and, and some of the things that Tracy just talked about, are, are they more difficult to install and, and and try to teach people how to use them?
1: No, you know, I don't think that it is. The, most of the products are pretty intuitive, so as long as you understand how it works, you can explain it to anybody. Um, the DTV, and I know Tracy's a big fan of the Kohler's DTV system, which is the shower that turns on and it's got all the buttons through like a little computer screen and as long as you get training on it, you can teach anybody how to use that stuff. Um, it's, it's pretty intuitive. One thing I love that Kohler's done, and Tracy, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Those sinks that have all of these different accessories now that work with them, and there's like a step down inside of the sink so you can recess your cutting board into the sink and have it elevated off the bottom but you're able to keep your waste, keep the mess when you're cutting things. We're going to do a kitchen remodel at my house eventually, and I really want one of those sinks.
2: Yeah, it's called the prolific sink. We actually, Jesse, come over to our showroom. We have it on display, not in, but in a, in an island, not as a working sink, but we do have it. So it's this awesome sink. It's the one we have at the store. It goes in a, it fits a 36 inch wide sink base, and it has, um, I think, five accessories. There's a colander. There's a basin so that you can fill it full of soapy water to wash your knives or your wine glasses or something like that. It has a drain rack. I think it has two drain racks. So, you know, you can rinse that coffee cup out and let that dry over the sink. And then it has a bamboo cutting board. My, um, I had my sister-in-law down in Illinois. I had her buy that sink um, a few years ago for her kitchen remodel. And then um, through Kohler, you can buy, I had her buy two extra of these bamboo cutting boards. Her kitchen's not big, and we're a big family. There's like 40 of us before all the grandkids come along. I mean, the great grandkids come along. Adding those cutting boards across the sink gives her more serving space for the buffet line.
0: If you want to There's see, again, sorry, Trace, but if you want to see that uh, live and in a person, A, B, and K, and Trace can can walk you through it. Guys, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we've got we've got to get out. Jesse Canizzaro, owner of Milestone Plumbing. Again, thank you so much for your time for this show.
1: You're welcome, Mike. You have a great weekend.
0: Thank you. You as well, Tracy. Gross Peach, A, B, and K. Go to com. Thanks a lot. As always, you did great. Bye. See you later. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan.